Happy New Year, people! It is episode whatever of Griff's Brain Dump, and it's me, Griff. Obviously, how you doing? Are you well? It's 2024, New Year, New You. Is it? I don't know. I'm driving to uh, to the office. It's the second week of the year. Um, I'm not sure how long since the last recorded. I know I haven't recorded since Christmas or New Year. Um, but we're here now. We're here. How was your Christmas? How was your New Year's? What did you do? What did I do? Christmas uh, hosted this year. We had 11 people over in the daytime, 10 over in the evening. Um, so two went, one came. Fantastic. All had matching pajamas. It's all very cute and great. Um, like I said, I hosted purely because we've got the two little ones and you'd have to worry about bedtimes. Because then you don't like, we need to go now. Sorry, guys, we had a lovely time. See ya. You know, we don't have to do that. We just put the kids up in bed and we just carried on. Uh, and by carry on, we weren't doing anything crazy. Played, played a few board games. Don't even play board games. We played one card game called, uh, I can't remember what it's called. But I know we played Uno as well. Um, people was like, wow, you hosted. Did you do all the cooking? No. No, we did some cooking. She did all the sides, all the veg on the sides. Um, she did the wicked cauliflower and broccoli cheese. Now, it's something that I don't really give a shit about usually. <laughs> but then I had it and I was like, hey, you. Um, we supplied the chocolates, the cheese board. So it's all the, all the sides we did. Um, and everyone else came with the uh the 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 solid stuff the turkey and the lamb and the beef so some salmon as well um i think those are the the main event meats that was there yeah it was good it was good to heist day after we went on a walk hey went went to the walk around the park around the lakes uh yeah we live near they're called lakes i don't think they're really lakes i don't know how how big there's a pond after get to become a lake. I mean, I guess it has boats in it. I guess it's a lake. I guess we live near lakes. Look, don't judge me. <laughs> don't judge me. But um, yeah, we went and walk. Very middle class of us. Let's see, walk their dogs. Good morning. Merry Christmas. Uh, we've got all of that. But we all went out for a walk as a family. We went to the park, took the kids to the park. And that was all fun. Um, and then just continued overeating. Then the day after that, it was, uh, Zadie went to nursery. Day after that, I think I was running errands. Day after that, I think I was running errands. Took kids trampolining. Well, I say the kids took Zadie trampolining. Zavi doesn't have the knees to trampoline. He can't even walk yet. He ain't trampolining. He's out here cruising. I mean, he would love it though. I don't know if you give a shit getting flipped up in the air. <laughs> he's, a, he's a nutcase. Um, he has to protect him from himself. So he went trampolining, uh, went to gymnastics as well, another time. So yeah, it's just packed. I don't think I had a day where I sat indoors. I still haven't had a day where I've sat indoors. I'm always out doing stuff. It's the job of a husband and a father. You're always out doing stuff. Even if you think you've got nothing to do, you'll just get a text message a WhatsApp from your wife, even though you sat next to her, and it's like, what's this? What's this QR code? It's a return for every. What? Yes, 
impost lockers. You just collect two things from impost and post these from imp. I'm doing vintage. It's, it's vintage. It's vintage. This one's post office though. Yeah? You have to take my ID for this one. I don't, I don't want to do any of these things. I don't, I don't do any of these things. Oh, and while you're out, could you do me a favor? Could you fill up my car, please? Fill it up with what? Petrol. And you can't be a prick and ask your wife for the money. You know what I mean? So you're like, yeah, yeah, sure. I could just do that thing on Amazon and so, yeah, yeah, sure. What are you in a bad mood for? Because I've got no money. <laughs> I've got no, no money. No money and no time. Shit. Nah, it's fine though. It's all good, but January's always a long month for pay, man. I'm, I'm bloody plugging my show, knowing goddamn well people are broke. They ain't got the money to buy tickets, to buy £12 tickets. And it's such a low amount that it's also, it's too embarrassingly low to say you ain't got the money for it, you see? Look okay, it's 50 quid. People are like, yeah, all right, end of the month, I'm on it. Hopefully there's tickets. £12 is like, listen, it's not that expensive, but it's enough for right now. Listen, February, I'll buy four tickets, mate. I won't even turn up. I don't give a shit. That's what those, <laughs> that's gonna be Feb. £12 in February is very different to £12 in Jan. £12 in July when the sun is out, very cheap. You spend £12 on a pint if you want. Fuck, I'm at. What? So about four pints. Remember, it's never too expensive for a drink in the UK. Never too expensive. How much? What? Nine pounds for this pint. You go back to your table. Whew. Never guess how much these pints cost. Because you weren't not going to buy them. Like, yeah, it's expensive, isn't it? Neck them. A few more. Yeah, go on then. You just fall for it. That's what the New Year's shit. That's what I didn't do for the New Year's. It's just a mark-up for no reason. You know what we did for New Year's? We, it's our first New Year's in the house. Um, we didn't realise that we had a view over the town uh, where we are. So what we could do, we could just see everyone else's fireworks. You didn't have to go out for fireworks. Just looked across the town, saw about seven different fireworks displays going off at different times. It looked amazing. Shout out to the dogs, especially the rescue dogs carrying bear trauma that their owners have no idea about. Fireworks go off. <laughs> That's not funny. Animal trauma is not funny. Ah <laughs> uh, dear. But anyway, that was one. That was my New Year's. That was that's what I did for New Year's. Wake up fresh. I mean, I don't suffer. Sort of wake up fresh. Comparatively fresh to to previous years. I mean. This was a very low brow, this, this New Year's. Like, even though I've only been abroad twice for New Year's, in my head, that's my portion. That's, that's the level of New Year's I should be doing. Right, I've done New Year's in Venice, and I've done a New Year's in Bali. I feel like I should be abroad for New Year's. But these damn kids ruin everything! But, <laughs> but that is fine. 
But you are going away, going away on holiday, finally. Got something booked. Now, think, if you've got the money, you've got the funds to do it, we just snapped out a deposit, like 60 quid um, per person. But we just got that. Uh, and that's, that hurt me, actually, because Zadie's a full person now when it comes to travel, which is bollocks. I mean, she does get a seat, and, you know, an adult or a child in the seat is still seat occupied, so I get it. I'm hoping there's a discount from the hotel. I guess there is, we're in one room. But yeah, she's a full person. I was like, oh, oh, piss off. No way. Zavi isn't a full person. He'll be sat on uh, someone's lap. But um, but yeah, we've booked, booked a holiday. Uh, it's funny, we, we was, we're going on a family holiday. So it's not just us four. It's uh, mum, sister, two nieces. Who, they're in their 20s. So not even any kids, just our two kids are the kids. And then my brother and my nephew might be coming as well, which would just, it'll be fantastic. If they can come as well, be uh, be an absolute win. Uh, it'd be good. It's, it's a crazy thing, right? I grew up in the house with um, this particular brother and sister. And um, we've been on holiday with each other once. And that was as adults. That's when my brother's 40, if we went to Amsterdam. Never went to those holidays again, which is crazy, right? Never just sat down on a sun lounger and chilled. They've been on holiday together. Um, I'm sure if we have my mum and sister have been on holiday together. I'm almost certain they have. I feel like they've been to like a young Portugal or Spain, I think. That feels about right. We've got auntie and uncle have got that, um, got property out there. So that feels right that they've been there, maybe. Don't think my mum and brother have been on holiday together. So if you could come, that'd be good, yeah. But yeah, it'd be sick. And the upside, obviously, is we've got childcare. Because that's what it is. It's just parenting abroad when you go on holiday. Ah, oh, this place is excellent for kids. Unless you're on your full McCann shit. <laughs> just leaving your kids everywhere and anywhere. You are parenting abroad, okay? Just parenting abroad. You can't have no fun. You can't relax. I mean, it's not the same. Oh man, I took the wrong way. Um, can I get, no, I can't get there. I have to do it right. Oh, this way's long. But, um, sorry guys, I'm driving to the office, like I said, and because I've ran out of data, I've ran out of data, because I'm a brokey. <laughs> That means I can't use the Google Maps. Can't use the Google Maps. And, um, and therefore I'm having to go around the houses on a blind one, not knowing if this is a better route or not. But anyway, back to the holiday. So it was the eight of us planned the holiday. Well, I say the eight of us, the kids didn't really help out. Um, six of us planned the holiday. And we originally had to go Cyprus. Couldn't make it work for us because what the problem was, everyone else was doing twin rooms. We was doing a family room and we was looking at price per person. So we'd find somewhere, price per person's really reasonable. Then they'll look at it and the price per person's mad because it's divided by two rather than three because Zadie's a person. Okay, so there's that issue. Then, if it wasn't that, then it was availability. They would have rooms for two people, not family rooms. They'll find a really cool hotel. And then they'll change like the search criteria. Oh, have you just got like adults only on? It's like, yeah, it's like, oh, like take that off. Like, 
good for families. And then their sick hotels disappeared. So it's striking the balance. And we just couldn't seem to find anywhere in, uh, in Cyprus that worked. And that Cyprus is where he's going. He's going to Cyprus. We picked Cyprus because no one had been to Cyprus before. Then Turkey got thrown in the mix. And Naomi had been to Turkey before, but she was like, do you know what? I actually don't care. I was going to go on holiday. All right, I was going to go on holiday. So it's like, fine. Turkey is. Um, for whatever reason, we couldn't make Turkey work. Can't remember why. I'm not sure it was the length of flight. Um, and then we started doing the search of, search anywhere, any destination. Then Tunisia came up. And we found this beautiful hotel that had everything. You had spa, you had a private beach. You know what I mean? You had the, the, the all-inclusive going on. You had a little kids' water park. You had kids' water slides, but not too much where it's just all mad and kiddie. You know, it was a nice balance. Nice balance. Family rooms affordable. Twin rooms affordable. Let's book it! We booked it. Booked it, locked it in. Then after we booked it, my sister goes, Students, you're safe. You know what? Why are you asking that now? <laughs> oh, man. You look online, they go, yeah, man, there's ter- been terrorist attacks in 2023. And just like, shit. Nobody did some crazy psychopath investor um, logic. Goes, look, if there's been terrorist attacks that soon, they're not going to happen again. She said that with zero confidence. She's like, right? <laughs> like, right? That's not going to happen again, right? I was like, um, yeah, I don't think so. And I just judged it on the government website because there's, if there's anyone you could trust, it's the UK government. And the UK government said, uh, they, they rate every country in three parts, right? So you go, if you look online and you look on the map, there'd be a red bit, right? There'll be a red bit that will be, uh, do not go. Under no circumstances, do not go. Then there's a yellow bit that says only essential travel. And then the green bit where it's like, please see our guidance below. They never say, oh, it's totally safe. They always say, please see our guidance below. And um, and we are in, we are deep in the green bit. So I was like, hooey. I thought, let me check the other countries we were looking for, looking at. Um, Turkey, Turkey's all green. Feel that scared us of Turkey, that's it. People are scared of earthquakes. Don't have earthquakes there. I was like, instead of earthquakes, that means you're never gonna go to America. Because they have earthquakes. And I just got blank stares from people as if to go. But they're not brown though. Then um <laughs> so uh we were scared of Turkey. My mum was not feeding Turkey, nor was she feeding Tunisia. You've got to understand, my mum. It's not much just my mum. My mum is uh, a Jamaican woman in her 70s. Um, she's a proud Jamaican, but being a proud Jamaican in your 70s, there's a lot of uh, imperialist British bullshit that bubbles under the surface. Right? So she's like, I don't want to go to them places with them. Um, and you're like, what the, are you talking about, mum? Because well, they're brown people. Because they're Muslims. And she's like, no, I just, you know. 
It was easy laugh. When people online, like, they'll show, like, their old, like, white relatives say something off-key, and everyone like, oh, but you just let them say it, don't you? Why are you like, not checking them? Why are you not checking them? You should, you should pull them up. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, it's like, black and brown people, shut up. Like, we don't have that in our own houses. It's a generational thing. It's a generational thing. And it was just funny. Because she said it, and we was like, nah, whatever. Stop being a dick. We didn't say that to her. I didn't say, stop being a dick. <laughs> we like, ah, whatever. Whatever. And then after we booked it, she was off the call there. We was like, is it safe? <laughs> but it is safe. It's safe. But they basically be vigilant. Um... And essentially, don't be gay. Don't be a woman on your own outside of your resort. Um, you know, that usual stuff, you know. <laughs> oh, they said try, try not to be too black as well. They did have that. In, I think that's more in the danger zones. They've got immigration, air quotes, problem. Uh, too many Africans, too many sub-Saharan Africans come into their country. Too many blacks not enough browns and um, they're not happy about it so um, it's a bit of aggression a bit of static thinking about the, the African migrants so what happened to us is we might be out I mean, that, we doubt we're venturing very far from the resort we might be out they'll say something in Arabic to us that's off key we won't understand they'll say it in English because that's the lingua franca of uh, racism you notice that? People are racially abusing their own language and then they'll have to just gill it out. It's like, Ashley, I need you to hear this. Black bastard. <laughs> what were you saying, mate? The black bastard. He's like, oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you for letting me know. That's what, that's what you're saying. How could it... I couldn't continue my day without knowing you're racially abusing me. <laughs> and then, um, so yeah, so we'll get that. The racially abuse us. We'll go, hey, we're not from Chad. Yeah, we'll say, we're not from Chad. <laughs> we're not from Niger. Hey, and they were like, where are you from? I'm like, you know, that country that everyone loves in the world. The UK. <laughs> and then they're like, ah, ah. And they're like, these are not American. And they're like, that is true. I say, hey, these Americans say, this is when I'm abroad. I do the flip. In these countries, I am Jamaican. Jamaican. And I just, I just take... Not even, it's not racism, but just the cat, the lazy cultural reference. Oh, Bob Marley, man. Yemma Ganja with dreadlocks. Where are your dreadlocks? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Please don't spit in my salad. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you be Jamaican abroad. You tell them, ignore the passport, big man. Ignore it. I, I ain't a real Jamaican bad man. You see me, your ear, your ears. Mm. That's, that's what you got to tell them when you're abroad. Anyone, any of you 
black and brown people, you are not from the UK when you go to those countries. All right? You just let them know. Man's a real bad man, Jamaican. That's what you tell them. That's, that's what you tell them, okay? Um, but yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to Tunis. Uh, is it good? Good, nice family holiday. Um, wife's going to New York. I might be, might be going on a cruise in July. Maybe. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. We'll see. We'll see, man. Um, but yeah, right, we'll go. I think that's enemy rambling about what I've been doing. Um, anything, lots of things happened in the world. Shit. Right, we'll get on to that. That'll be part two of this. We need to talk about um, let me Epstein's list. Um, some more war shit. I haven't really followed the war to know what's going on there. Joey Barton. I haven't spoke about him. So yeah, I think Epstein, Joey Barton, and um, I think yeah, I think I think that's I think that'll do. I think that'll do. All right, I'll catch you in a bit. I've got to pause the pod. I'll do the rest of it driving home. Peace. Okay, we're back. We're back. We're back. You tarts. Um, <laughs> how you doing? Um, right. So I said we're going to talk about Epstein. List, Joey Barton. Uh, how can I forget the one thing that flipping broke the internet? You see, this is what happens. Like something gets so big. Let me turn this fan down because it is blowing. Um, it's freezing where I am. It's snowing where I am, but not where I live. Where I work, it's snowing. Where I live, not even a speck. But um, so yeah, the biggest thing that happened on the internet, Cat Williams. Cat Williams. Cat Williams, motherfucker. Listen here, boo-boo. Cat Williams. Yeah, uh, so Cat um, did an interview with Shannon Sharp and it melted the internet. It's funny because um, the only real take what I took from it, um, I, took my, I, I was feeling like 95% of what he says is true. It's what I feel. Um, Here's the thing about like the these kind of things. You you say one thing, and if you can verify that's true, then the rest of it ends up feeling very true. There's some stuff that I just can't believe. I can't believe the man read three thousand books a day. I mean, a day. Sorry, he never claimed that. <laughs> three thousand books a year. I'm not sure about that. He said he's fast um, at running. He posted a video of him running. Um, he runs exactly how I expected Cat Williams to run. You know what I mean? He, he, <laughs> he ran exactly how I said. Oh dear. Um, but here's the thing, one thing about him. And I've noticed this running thing. Whenever he makes these accusations about other people, what's always thrown back at him is he's crazy and he's bitter. Never that he's lying, though. That's the thing that always strikes me. Ah, uh, he's crazy. Ah, he's, he's broke. He's ever talk. Is he happy for any any other comedian who's more successful than him? He's broke. He's bitter. He's this. He's that. I never hear anyone say, "Hey, what he says is not true, though." 
And that's what I find very striking. Like the Cedric joke, joke stealing accusation, that, that's wild. Because we understand about Cat Williams, he's a real comedian. He's a real comic. And real comics don't make those accusations lightly. You might think that's something that comedians throw out at each other. It really isn't. We know what a big accusation that is. It's the worst for a comedian. Worse than you don't write your own jokes. You, you writing your own jokes is bad, but to say you stole a joke, aye, 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 aye. That's, that's beef. People have sued each other. Um, you might not know it, might, uh, so there's two comedians who I've gigged with both, um, Darius Davis and Kate Curd. They got into it. Darius accused Kay of stealing his joke. Do what Kay did. Kay sued him. Um, Darius won the case because <laughs> he came with receipts. Um, so, therefore, the defamation of uh, character and the uh, slander was couldn't stand. The, the, the accusation of slander couldn't stand. So I think on a legal perspective, it didn't say that he stole the joke. It's just that, because Darius didn't take K to court about a stolen joke. K to Darius to court for the slander and the defamation of character. But character was not defamed as he had receipts of them being at the same gig, performing the same joke, and K commenting on uh, on said performance so all of that good stuff but like i said these are both both of those guys i just mentioned are serious stand-up comics i have a high amount of respect for both of those guys granted i was in the whatsapp group kiki kid about it all but i have a high amount of respect for both of those guys uh, especially as comedians right and you saw that they went to the high court about this this is how deep it is when you accuse someone of being a joke thief. You don't make the accusation lightly. I've seen people do the same jokes as me with me in the room. I ain't even said anything. I ain't even said anything. Because it's just like... <sighs> I know it's my joke. The person I'm stood with at the back of the room is tapping me as the person on stage is doing the joke. We know the person on stage knows I do a joke like that, but I've just got, uh, it's just such a big accusation, man. So, so I, I can't be bothered. I can't, I can't be bothered. So it's big. That was a big thing that comedians took away from it, that. And the hypothetical battle between Kevin Hart and Cat Williams. If they were to have a roast, who would win? A clash, who would win? A lot of people see this interview, a lot of people just think of Cat's demeanor and style, and they go, Cat would win. I think there's a little bit of recency bias, everyone's like, Kev's not even that funny. I hate that accusation. Um, Kevin Hart is one of the funniest comedians out. Um, everyone says his first three specials. And you can go, what has he done since then? What has your favorite rapper done since his second album? Yeah, I mean, obviously, some of you have 
fans of people like Jay-Z and, and Nas who just get better. But listen, <laughs> some of our favourite rappers, we're still listening to their freshman and sophomore albums. We haven't listened to it. They've got seven albums out. We haven't listened to album six and seven yet. Because no, one and two are up there. But that's what's like with Kerry the Heart is his specials. His first three specials are outstanding. Now, when it comes to the idea of roasting, yeah, Cattles on Wilded Out, Nick Cannon and them. But Kev came up with the tough crowds, and that's people like Rich Voss, Bill Burt. Patrice O'Neill, the late great Patrice O'Neill. The guy who, when Kev was bombing once, Patrice threw a phone book at him on stage and said, read this out. This is funnier than your jokes. That's the people he came up with. So this guy's an animal when it comes to to roasting. You see him on, uh, when he's when he's been interviewed and stuff. The wit is quick, as is Cat's. Cat's famous clip is him um, with Wanda. Oh, I can't remember her name. It's definitely not Wanda Sykes. Is what Wanda? I can't remember. She's uh, Frank and Wanda. They had a the radio show. He roasted this woman so hard, she started crying and her husband pulled a gun on Cap when he next saw him. That is how badly Cap roasted this woman. Okay, and then people use that as evidence. That woman is, is she, she wasn't the same league as Cap when it comes to comedy. That's Messi going into Shoreditch Power League. Have a little kick about. Yeah, he's rinsing everyone. Of course, he's meant to. I mean, it's still fun and entertaining to watch. Ain't gonna lie. And then, um... Well, at least make sure I'm in the right lane. What am I doing there? See, well, it's quite sidebar. Because I uh, ran out of mobile data like a flipping chump. Have I said this already in the pod? Did I explain to you how I ran out of mobile data? Here's how it happened. Um, my phone had an update. I had a cool new function where the phone decides when it connects to Wi-Fi, when it disconnects from Wi-Fi. Not when I click connect to Wi-Fi. No, my phone says was deciding what was safe and what wasn't. And it decided if it was an unfamiliar Wi-Fi network, it would decide itself to disconnect. Now, what I've got at home is like a mesh network, which is a group of different routers that are the same network but basically when you move around the house you connect to a different router and what happened was it was me being sat at home being gaslit by my phone because I'd switch on the Wi-Fi start watching something on my phone on YouTube on Sky Go and then when I finish I see that I'm not connected to the Wi-Fi I'm like oh geez I forgot to put the Wi-Fi I'm an idiot and then it happened Three or four times, I'm like, no way do I keep forgetting to put the Wi-Fi on. This is, this is bollocks. And I'll find this setting and I'll have a look at my mobile data usage. 3.5 gigabyte on Sky Go. I've been watching, I've been binge watching Succession. From season one, I'm up on season four now. And I've been watching that on mobile data, allegedly. 
I uploaded videos to you to a bloody Instagram. I used two gig of mobile data while at home. And I'm thinking, why is this taking so long to upload? Because I was using my mobile data. So I ran out of data, like a prick. Then I tried to add uh, a little data add-on, free gig for the month. All that went through twice. So I got double charged. And then I still got a text message saying you ran out of data. You ran out of your allowance. I just, I, I messaged them quickly and go, oi, cancel my order and piss off. So now I'm out of data and um, I have to wait till Tuesday, Tuesday the 9th, till I get more data. So, uh, what has that got to do with anything I was talking about just then? <laughs> I don't know. But um, back to the cat and Cat Williams interview. But, um, what's that? Yeah. It was a sick interview, but it was a really good interview. It was really fun, really entertaining. Um, but I just don't like to spill out where it's always this, you got to be team cat or team Kev. Now Kevin Hart's not funny anymore. Or cat's a bummy crackhead. It's always that way. Any debate on the internet, I say this about every bloody debate. You think I'd learn about, learn, you know, just let it go by now, but I can't. I just don't understand why it always has to be reduced to team A versus team B. No nuance. Yeah. I said, why, why can't we just be in the middle and crack jokes about everyone? Like Epstein's list. We just, we just all crack jokes about it. I mean, we weren't cracking jokes about, you know, the actual crimes. But we were very excited to find out who was on the list. The craziest names on the list. So there's a fake list that went around of, like maybe a year ago. And people said, this is the list. And if you just did like five minutes of reading, you see names like Callum Hudson Odoi on the list. Still spread around like, this is a list. And uh, Callum Hudson Odoi had to release a statement. They so said, I don't really get involved in this nonsense. I can't believe I have to say this. And uh, considering I was a child at the time, <laughs> I, have, I have not been to Epstein's Island. Uh, nor have I, nor ever have I been to Epstein's Island. Like he had to do a whole disclaimer to say how he's never been to Epstein's Island. Um, this is wild. The day of the internet. Because apparently he was getting tagged in so much stuff. He had to just go, look, never been. I was a kid. Even too young for Epstein and them. I mean, mad. But here's the maddest name that's on the list. Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Is he Sir Stephen Hawking? He feels like a Sir Stephen Hawking. Sir Stephen Hawking was on that list, right? And, um, and it just, it just, here's the thing, all right? Uh, obviously these, these high-powered celebrity pedophile, they're rings, right? They are rings. And yeah, they're all involved, they're all complicit. But with Stephen Hawking, there's more people that are complicit, right? Because he can't make it to the island by himself. He can't just wheel up to an airport and go up the stairs, head on the private jet and go. He needs someone to, you know, lift him onto the ramp and that. And, um, 
<laughs> to get him on the plane. And he's going to have to say, I want to go. And and someone's gone, and rather than go, nah, I don't think you should go. Or I'm not taking you. Maybe someone did. And he was just like, do you want to be fired? I have often been wondering about what happens on Epstein's island. It's like, Steve, you, you don't want to go. Don't tell me what to do. You can get fired. I will end your career. You will never work in Hollywood again. Get me on that fucking plane. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. It's crazy. But I don't know, I guess this nonsense come in all shapes and sizes. Like, who am I to be ableist and say that he can't be a disgusting man because he's in a wheelchair? That'd be wrong of me. You know? You're not cancelling me. He has every opportunity, every ability. He, he could be, he could be a child abuser as good as someone who can use all their limbs. I gotta discriminate. <laughs> I mean, it's nuts. It is nuts that that's where we are in the world. Stephen Hawking. I heard a rumor from someone who knows someone who works um, for a newspaper. I can't say the newspaper. I can't, can't let them do the links to me. Apparently, Mr. Hawking has a, has a penchant for watching um, little people, as in dwarves, not children. Um, yeah, fornicate. That's his thing, apparently. Um, that stuff's been sent to this newspaper. Um, person I know knows something like the newspaper. How crazy is that? Do you think that was the misunderstanding? You told me there'd be little people here. Instead, there's only underage girls. <laughs> like, where's my thing? I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I'd hate to think. I, I, I do believe, though, I've said this before. Um, that I don't think everyone on the island was involved in that stuff, right? I think most people were, and definitely we had repeat visits. Because you know, you might go once and you see what it's about, and you're like, all right, I'm never going again. That was a mess. And when you keep going, because you would have heard some rumors, and yeah, keep going, you know? Once you deny some things, you are complicit. You've gone there as just underage girls. And he's like, don't you think that was weird? He's like, no, I mean, like, how old? We don't know how old they are. They must be 18, right? No, I don't think they are, man. No, but I'm not doing anything. It's like, no, get off the island, my friend. So I feel, I mean, most people, definitely people did the repeat visits. Uh, yeah, definitely involved. 
But there must be some people who literally went there for a good networking opportunity. Said that this guy's gonna be here, this film producer's gonna be here, this finance is gonna be there. I've got my script, I think this is the place to go, get this project off the ground. And you've met Jeff at Jeffrey Epstein once. Seemed like a cool guy. You meet someone else who's met him. So like, you know Jeff? He's like, yeah, he's really cool. And he's like, yeah. The other guy's like, yeah, he's proper cool. Ever been to his island? You're like, no, I've only met him a few times, but no. He goes, well, next time I go, you should come along. I mean, now I know you're cool with Jeff. You should come along. And you're like, do you know what? I, I will. See, these the thing, people. When we disagree with someone, yeah, we're very, inter you know, we interrogate them. Why, why do you think that? Why do you think that? That's stupid. That's correct. But when we agree with them, we just go along with it. Nah, nah, nah. 2024. Be argumentative, even if people you agree with. Yeah? Even if you're with your partner. I love you, babe. Yeah, I love you too, but why do you love me, though? Why do you think I love you? I just want to know we're on the same page here. <laughs> what do you want to eat? I think you should go Nando's. I want to go Nando's too, but why do you want to go Nando's? Because um, uh, it's, what, it's what I fancy. Yeah, but why? why what, what was it about Nando's that you like? See? Because you might be thinking you're both going there because you want peri-peri chicken. No. No, see, they fancy the person who works behind the counter. They're having an affair with the person behind the counter. Extra hot. They've had sex on the grill. Switched off, obviously. And they're all winky faces. And you're like, oh, we love Nando's, don't we? And your partner's like, yes, I flipping love Nando's. Love it. And that's what happened with, this is what I reckon happens with Epstein. You've, got, you've, you've gone, yeah, I like Epstein. I like, I'm to go to his island. And you're both on the private jet. And you're having a great time just swigging champagne. And he was like, yeah, we're here to network. It's going to be so good. And the other guy's like, yeah, network. <laughs> is, that, is that what we're calling it now? And the guy's like, uh, yeah, I mean, of course. We've got to relax. He's like, all right, that's what I'm talking about. Get these massages going. He's like, what kind of... Your massages? I mean, just massages? I think those... Yeah, with the girls. And now you're like, what? Girls? The, the underage... Girls, you, and you're like, well, oh, 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 I'm, I am, I am on the wrong plane. I do not need to be here. But guess what? It's too late. You're on the island now. The list has gone out. You've been there. What are you going to do? What you need to do in that situation? And it's easier said than done. By 2024, Eric is going to the year of truth. And that, we need to get some balls, people. We need to start whistleblowing. We need to stop being complicit in bullshit. Yeah, when we see shit going on, we need to tell people. Don't run to the press. Because the press, they're all in it as well. They make you look crazy. We need to do is just get online. Start posting. Burn their account. Repost it. We can do that now. We don't even need to go to the press. We're going to suppress your story because the guy you're snitching on is actually a shareholder of the holding company of the newspaper you've gone to. Nah, 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 nah. Don't do that. Post it online.
get it out there. Well, I mean, now if Epstein's thing happened today, would it still stay like a secret for as long as it did? Probably. It's just nasty people about all the time, isn't it? It's flipping mad, man. It's mad. It's so mad. Who else is mad? Joey Barton. Joey Barton. Joey Joseph John Barton. I've made up his middle name, but he, he strikes me as someone whose middle name is John. Joseph John Barton. He's been having meltdowns lately. Um, he, I think that's so sad about his meltdown. He, he's, he's like two years behind, you know? He's jumping on the anti-woke, which I really, really hate what white people have done with that word. <laughs> Not all you white folks, but the ones who did it are white folks. You, you took something that was black, you got it wrong, and just messed it up. And um, that's the, both the left and the right. It's a black thing that the left heard. Oh, that sounds cool. I remember seeing a Cosmopolitan article. Top 10 ways to be woke. And I was like, why are Cosmopolitan using the word woke? I was like, and at that point, I was like, it's done. Black people at the next meeting of black people. I said, look, we've lost the word, guys. We've lost it. And then white people took it from other white people. And the right wing took it from the left wing and used it as a thing to batter them over their head with. It's crazy. And now, as a black person, you can't even use the word that was our words now because it's just, it's just been ruined. Ruined it. I feel like Joe Barton just going around uh, against woke culture. And what they describe as woke culture, yet granted, is actually mad annoying. Like, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that shit's annoying as hell. People's being offended on other people's behalfs, like, no one asked you. You can't say that about black people. It's like, I'm black. And I said it. <laughs> you can't. Like, I said, I've said the first sentence before. The amount of times I've told a joke, all right, about, uh, no, I've got a joke about Asian women, right? Dating Asian women. And there'll be like a row of Asian women in the front row. And I'll tell the joke. And everyone wants to laugh. And they kind of just hold it in. And go, mm, can, can I laugh at that? And then they all do this simultaneous thing where they all just dart their head at the Asian women in the front row. They go, oh, can we laugh? And the Asian women don't give a shit. They laugh their head off, uh, you know, drink coming out of their nostrils. And then people look at them and go, oh, we can laugh. Ah. It's like, oh, piss off. So all that bit with that... What they're defining as woke is annoying, but that isn't what woke is, and that's what's annoying to me. But anyway, I've got to we'll end this part. We'll go indoors. So this pod's been broken into three parts. It'd be seamless, but it would have been seamless. So I didn't keep telling you guys I'm splitting the pod into different parts. But anyway, I'm done talking about Joey Barton. I'm going to get into Dear Gigi next time I speak to you guys. All right? All right, to get out of here. All right, so it's part three of the pod. We're here. It's, it's quieter because I'm not driving. Obviously, because I'm doing dear, dear, dear. Can't. I'm not that crazy uh, to read and drive. Uh, it's not not as bad as drink driving or drug driving, but read driving. That's got to be one of the biggest killers, isn't it? Causes of accidents. Read driving. Anyway, let's get into it. 
Um, so we can wrap this up quickly. Dear Deirdre, I'm worried my fetish will send my new girlfriend running after X dumped me. What is this fetish? Let's have a quick little guess. It's, it's going to be bum stuff. He wants to be pegged. It's going to be bum stuff. I'm, I'm almost... I'm almost certain it's the bum stuff. Um, let's see. Let's see. Um, why is... Oh, come on, let's connect. Oh, I've connected. Whoops. All right. Um, dear, dear, you might stumped me because of my fetish. So I'm nervous about asking my new girlfriend to give it a go. But I'm longing to try out naked wrestling with her. Okay. What do you mean? My girlfriend's 24. She's very pretty. I've only been open with a handful of the partners about my naked wrestling fetish. Though... Oh, though, and my last girlfriend refused to try it at all. When I tried to persuade her to give it a go, she dumped me right there and then, saying I was a weirdo. I'm pretty sure my fetish comes from play fighting with my cousins in our swimming trunks and costumes when we were kids. Even at a young age, I knew I should hide my excitement. Jesus. I'm 27, and also, and also get hugely aroused by finding out about my partner's sexual past. If that's your thing, that's your thing. Um, my girlfriend was initially quite shy about these details, but when she saw that, rather than get jealous, I instead became really horny. She became more willing to share her exploits. Um, now I know she's had five boyfriends and she's had sex with all of them. Well, how old are you? 27, okay. Uh, I, how old is she? No, 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 wait, let me just clarify. I want the judgment thing. I was just like, 24, five boyfriends is like, Oh, okay. I know that he just seemed really excited about five, like it was a big number. <laughs> um, so now that she's had five boyfriends, had sex with all of them. Uh, I go to the same gym as her most recent ex. They did it first in his car, and she told me they once had sex in her parents' conservatory while the neighbour was out cutting his hedge. She was she was scared he'd uh, look over and see them, but this added to the excitement. I think about her with this ex when i'm alone and when we are having sex i can picture her under his firm body oh my god this you are just a fucking deviant um i've had a few girlfriends and some have become fed up with all my sexual questions um listen bro you're 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 literally quagmire so you need to bring up the naked rest into her um as soon as possible to find out if she's on board with it or not, because you will not be satisfied with just regular vanilla sex. Okay? And I hope she just gets you on her shoulders, starts knocking you off, and then power bombs you through a table. <laughs> um, let's see this first. Right. You only live once. Should I share my sex life bucket list with recovering wife? Recovering from what? Let's see. My wife and I have always had a very active sex life, but she's just getting over cervical cancer, so everything has stopped. When are we safe to try again? G Brother, slow it down, man. I mean, cervical cancer, like, one piece. So um, we are an older couple of 73 and 71. Yuck. No, I'm joking. And we've always enjoyed a good relationship. I love her to bits. I was devastated when she was diagnosed with cancer, but she's doing really well and her treatment ended three months ago. It made me think about our mortality. I've written a bucket list 
of where I'd like to visit next and also the sort of sex I'd like to have before I'm too old. I've always longed to have a threesome. A threesome at 73. Go on, Alfred. Um, I've always longed to have a threesome, for instance, with my wife and another woman. Should I let her see my plan? I need to know... Of course, share your bucket list with her. Why not? Like, you're not going anywhere, either of you. But I want to know who this first woman is. If this is another woman in her 70s... I mean, do what I've heard about the cruises. Them, oh, is it Saga? I've heard about them. STDs are rife in retirement homes. Because these old people are scared of one STD, and that's pregnancy, and they're like, I can't get pregnant. So they are just... Chucking and ramming. And these were deviants in their youth. They're deviants in, in their age as well. So it is what it is. Uh, right, last one. Snail's pace. I can't bear the idea of spending time with my 69-year-old mother. Why are you saying 69 and that's old? Let's see. You see one of those people who's aged herself. Let's see, anyway. I feel like the worst person in the world for saying but saying this, but my mother has changed from a sprightly 69-year-old into an infuriating, infirm, slow-moving woman who looks as if she's 90. I'm a daughter, I'm single and 40, and my mum is my best friend. It sounds like you're the flipping loser here. Leave your mum alone. Let her be an old 70-year-old. You mean, I'm single, I'm 40, and my mum's my best friend. Golly. I bet the men are queuing up around the block for you. Anyway, <laughs> we used to holiday, go shopping, and do lots of things together. Last year, she broke her ankle after slipping on some ice. It was horrid to see her in pain, but it's taken forever for her to recover, and the doctors say that being overweight isn't helping her. Now she walks with a stick at Snail's place and I find it so frustrating to amble along beside her. Are you a flipping prick? What's wrong with you? Your mum's broke her ankle in her 60s and yeah, do you know what? It hasn't recovered great and she's overweight. All right, fair enough. She could stand to lose some weight. Do you know why that's hard to do? Because she's hurt a flipping ankle. Because your mummy won't go shopping because my mummy's my best friend. I bet your mum... Uh, flipping 70 year old age you're not her best friend she's got four other old lady friends who are better friends than you that is your best friend grow up um, so <laughs> now she walks with a stick at a snail's pace and I find it so frustrating to amble along beside her I couldn't tell her how I couldn't tell her how I'm feeling because I love her so much but it's put me off spending time with her. Now, you're selfish. You're actually just an arsehole. I know this isn't, am I the arsehole? But you are an arsehole, lady. So, yeah, that's all I've got to say about her. Um, let's see what else. Is there any other ones I want to read? Um, uh, no, I think we're done. Feel done, feel done. Right, people, get tickets for my show. 29th for Feb, Pleasance, uh, London, Caledonian Road between uh, the old Holloway Prison and Pentonville Prisons, between those two. All right, just around the corner from King's Cross. Uh, get tickets, man. The shows, the tickets are selling well, but I want them to sell more. 
Because um, I want it sold out. I want this bitch sold out, you know? That'd be really nice for me. It'd be nice for my self-esteem. Because I said, the show is good. I know the show is good. The show is actually better than it's fantastic. I just want people to see it. And who do want to see it more than people I actually like, you know? So I need to start shifting some tickets again. I need to get back on the social meds. Uh, but yeah, get tickets, get tickets. Bring someone along. Come as a group. I've got some groups, like space, um, tables, free. So, you know, some big groups. I need some big groups coming in. But all right, people, that's it. Let's end the pods. I'm out. And uh, peace.